this show is not for the easily offended. So if you are easily offended, go listen to something else. Noisebox. I'm your host, Derek Howard. Noisebox can be found at noisebox.com. Box spelled two X's. Uh, Noisebox is part of the Deliberate Noise Network. For more details, you can go to deliberatenoise.com. You can send feedback by emailing me. My email address is Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at deliberatenoise.com or you can call the audio comment line at 734-331-0772 I haven't done one of these in a while um that's (laughs) probably because um last time I did these on on a regular basis it was during the dog days of podcasting challenge. Um, at that time, you know, I was doing 30 podcasts in 30 days. Or I should say 30 days of podcasting. <clears throat> and I've been podcasting pretty regularly since then, you know. However, instead of uh, Noisebox being pretty much my main show, because I had a bunch of uh, questions that I, were, I was answering, um... Comic Book Noise has pretty much been my daily show. Uh, done probably... <laughs> I've done it like almost a, a daily episode since uh, oof, middle of September. I think I took like a few days off, but I've been going pretty regular on Comic Book Noise since then. Unfortunately, that means that the other shows that I do don't get um, the same amount of um, regularity. As comic book noise, it's impossible to do multiple. <laughs> I shouldn't say it's impossible, but um, when you work, it's sort of difficult to do a uh, multiple daily shows. How's that? Um, if I weren't, um, yeah, that might be a, a thing to try when I think about it. I might try to do multiple daily shows over the holiday break. Um, my, uh, my employer doesn't uh, operate during the last week of the year, last like, two weeks of the year, and I don't get paid. Uh, but, <laughs> but they may... Um, I might have to work a few days, so I will be getting some kind of money in, um, which is good, but um, I will have a lot of uh, days off, I will have a lot more time to do this thing, so maybe I will try to do multiple daily episodes of multiple podcasts, Um, we'll see, I don't know, that's something that just popped into my head, but today... I'm going to talk about something that I, I saw yesterday. <sighs> um, 
I will, I am, when I'm on Facebook, I am actually part of, I actually subscribe to a couple of pages, um, that are punk rock related, you know, because I have a punk rock podcast, and one of them, I can't remember which one it was, I want to say it was punk rock news, um, they, uh, they're reporting that one of the big sites, either iTunes or Amazon, I'm, I'm leaning towards Amazon, but I'm not 100% positive. Uh, I read this mostly because of the headline, and I think it said Amazon removes a bunch of stuff. But anyway, they removed like um, 30 punk bands from their, uh, from their uh, catalog of things that they sell. And yeah, I'm, I'm, it was Amazon. Not I think about it. it was Amazon. They removed thirty um, because these weren't normal punk bands. These were all white power punk bands. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with the white power movement, but uh, they one of the recruiting tools I use is uh, is punk rock music. Um, in fact, a lot of, I, I, I want to say like 98, 97% of all white power music I have heard has been uh, punk rock and, you know, in the punk rock genre. And as soon as I read that and I saw that there were like over 400, um, comments for a story that was like two hours old, I knew exactly what to expect. And I'll tell you, I was not disappointed. The first thing that I was expecting were going to be cries of censorship. You know, oh, this is censorship. This is censorship, right? Not the fact, not what was being censored was being um, discussed, but the fact that it was censorship, which, sorry, it's a, it's a private company. You know, it's not censorship. It really, truly is technically censorship when the government does it. It's not a free speech thing or First Amendment. People like to talk about First Amendment not realizing that the First Amendment merely says that Congress, you know, federal government, cannot enact laws that infringe upon your free speech, right? A private company can fire you if they feel like your free speech is not uh, part of what not part of what they want their corporate brand to portray. Okay. So just remember that if you if you hear somebody say something outlandish, right, doesn't matter who it's against. If you hear somebody say something outlandish and they get fired, right, it's because the corporation doesn't want to be associated with something like that. Okay, if they keep their job, the corporation has absolutely no problem with it. Just remember that. If you hear a politician do the same thing exact same thing exact same thing because this is congress congress can't pretty much congress doesn't make laws that apply to congressmen anyway so you know um so luckily a lot of people were there to shoot that one down but the other one and this is the one this is the argument that that bugs me right and it's not just in this case but for all cases but as soon as I saw that, I was like, I wonder how many people are going to say, well, when are they going to get rid of rap music? And once again, sure enough, people were coming up with some really crazy stats, right? Now, 
if you notice the stat I used, with well, 98% of the white power music that I've heard, and I have heard some, uh, simply because I was looking for, looking for it. I wanted to see, you know, what this music sounded like. And for the most part, if you were to... With, with very few exceptions, right? There, there was like a couple of bands where if you just take out the words and you put different words in there, um, it's probably a pretty decent song, you know? Uh, but a lot of it's just caterwauling. And you know what? I take that back. Um, it wouldn't be 97% of all the, me- all the white power music I listen that I have heard. Um... Because I keep forgetting, uh, there's also metal. You know, uh, death metal, <laughs> ironically, black metal. Um, that That's also a, a, a pretty big chunk of what I've heard. But anyway, so that's stuff that I have heard. That's why that's where I got that number from. And if you notice, I just corrected myself. So I'd have to say maybe closer to about... Mm, 55 to 60% is punk. Uh, the re- Most of the rest of it would be uh, some form of metal. And a couple of it would be, uh, you know, very like 1 or 2% would be um, country. You know, country-ish, I should say. But according to the people in this comments, 98% of rap is... Uh, is black power or anti-white which comes to a shock to, to me because uh, most of the rap music I hear is probably just as anti-black as the um, white power music you know although it's not like you know die nigger die nigger I'm gonna kill you but more along the lines of uh just coonishness and, and talking about uh, misogyny is, is, is pretty big in a lot of rap. Um, uh, coonish behavior and just being detrimental to the black community as a whole, you know. Um, but some of it is pretty kick-ass beat. You know, you switch the words around and you got a pretty good damn good song, you know. Um, and that. And that I knew was going to be there because usually when somebody is talking about something, right, the people on the opposite side always want to bring my, oh, yeah, well, what about this? When it's like, okay, to me, I'm always thinking the same thing. It's like, okay, we weren't talking about that. Okay, recently um, we had to put one of my dogs down. I had to put Lola down. And when I approached uh, Patty about it, I was like, you know, we need to do something about Lola. And she was like, yeah, well, what about Diesel, my other dog? And I'm thinking to myself, we're talking about Lola right now. We're not talking about Diesel. We're going to talk about Diesel. That's a whole other conversation. But the only thing I said is, yeah, yeah, this is what I expected. And just walked away. I said, fuck it. And then eventually... She's the one who came to me and said, yeah, we've got to do something about Lola. I'm like, yeah, okay, now, huh? All right. But years ago in the city of Detroit, young black men were being killed off at an alarming rate. And it was, you know, 
mostly not by the police, right? Um, although I, I do know somebody who was killed by the police. However, it was suicide by cop, right? Um, but they were there was a, the death rate in in Wayne County, Michigan, was like for for uh, young black men was like higher than any place else in the world except for like some spots in Africa where they were having civil wars, you know? And uh, I remember that uh, somebody wanted to do something about it, right? They wanted to put together uh, a free academy for young black men to try to get them at a very young age to see that um, education is the way to go, you know, to, to be a more positive influence. You know, it was just going to be like an all-boys school, right? And it wasn't just going to be for black kids, but when 97% of the population is black and you're tailoring for boys, you know, 97% are going to be black boys, right? Well... I have no idea what's going I'm sorry, I'm, I have no idea what's going on this morning, but these people are driving like a bunch of fucking assholes. You may not have been able to tell in my voice, but I almost just got hit twice. <clears throat> anyway, um, so as soon as they brought it up, I'm thinking, oh wow, this is a good idea, you know? This, this is something, uh, Let's face it, I was I was a young black boy, and I'll tell you right now, we get distracted by girls really quick, really easy, you know? You remove the girls, and you have black men teaching black boys. Um, they're not going to get as distracted. Just not. I, I thought it was a good idea. Before they could even start making concrete plans, everybody started screaming about... Well, what about the black girls? I'm going to leave the black girls behind. And I remember thinking to myself, but wait a minute, wait a minute. The, dro- the dropout rate for boys in the Detroit public school is like three times higher than it is for girls in the Detroit public school. Why don't we concentrate on getting this problem fixed first before we go on to another one? I'm not saying we can't do both at the same time, but come on, let's go with the one that brought it up first, you know? And if the, and if girls had come up and said, hey, you know what? Black girls are dropping out an alarming rate, getting pregnant. Let's come up with something for them. I would have been behind that. And if somebody said, well, what about the boys? Like, why don't we get the girls straight out first? And that's what people do. It just drives me so crazy. It's like, if you want to come up with an idea, come up with an idea. Don't glom on somebody else's idea and have them tailor it. When they've done most of the work, they've done most of the thinking, they've done most of of what it needs to put things in motion. And all of a sudden you want to come in and say, Hey, well, what about us? Yeah. What, what, what the fuck about you? Right. You know, it's like some people think that, okay, well, we have to make everything equal. We have to make everything equal. Okay. You know what? You can make things equal by coming up with your own fucking ideas. Right. If you have a problem with rap music being black power music, then go to Amazon and say, hey, I find these offensive for this reason. 
since you you know you already they've already set a precedent that they will remove certain music so just say hey i think this should be removed and see what they do about it now don't hold your breath because they they removed 30 bands 30 albums can you remember which one? i think it's 30 albums they removed 30 albums but the people who brought it to their attention went to them with 58 so there you go <laughs> there's still 28 more out there that they decide we're all those are just fine uh, also reminds me also here in the trade area when uh, they were talking about getting rid of the sports program after school sports program which you know let's face it that keeps some kids out of trouble um and so there were like local um businesses local athletes who were gonna donate to the cause right and sure enough when people started getting excited and making plans and setting up committees and all that kind of stuff somebody probably okay but what about the kids who who aren't uh athletes what about them and that drove me crazy because it's like okay come up with your own plan come up with your own idea get your own backers and then we'll talk you know i i don't have a problem being told no for an idea Okay, because guess what? It might be a good idea, and somebody might say, hey, yeah, cool. You know, I, I seriously doubt anybody's going to say, oh, yeah, well, we can't do anything for the, the, the smart kids, or we can't do anything for the artistic kids because we're doing something for the athletic kids. Nobody's going to say some dumb shit like that. You know, but if you say, hey, you know, we've got all this money for the athletic kids, but we also want to spend it on the smart kids and the artistic kids then people are going to be like whoa 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 whoa. that's not what i gave the money for you know that to me is a bait and switch and you keep that money separate but you know what i don't know what 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 ever happened with that i think that a lot of people just had the same you know just had the same attitude i just had just we're like ah forget it who cares you know there was uh, uh, some private businessman here who was going to donate like $52 million to Detroit schools, right? But he wanted to set up a program. And I was like, yeah, this is a program. But the I think it was the, the union, the teachers union didn't want him telling them how to spend the money or didn't want him to have any kind of say in how he spent the money. And he was like, I'm not going to give you a bunch of money and have absolutely no say in what where it goes to and how it gets spent. And they were like, well, then keep your money. And he was like, all right, I'll keep my money. And then they tried to uh, spend it like he was the one who was, uh, <laughs> he was the one who was um, unreasonable. And I think just for my uh, description, you even feel like we're going to realize that he wasn't the one being unreasonable. You know, it's not like he was like, yeah, okay, I want everybody here to learn that um, Jesus rode around on a dinosaur. And that he uh, he was the one who invented Facebook. Because I don't think Facebook was on at that time. But no, I mean, he wasn't... He, all he wanted he didn't even say i wanted you know a faith-based initiative or anything like that he was a religious guy he wanted to help his community by the best way he saw 
he's a businessman. He knows that in a couple of years, he's going to be hiring a lot of these kids. And if they're a bunch of fucking dumbasses, he's not going to be able to get good work out of them. Anyway, uh, I'm at work. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And I will be back soon with another episode.